Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Love Profit. I am so, so stoked to be on this episode with you all. If you had a chance to listen to my previous episode, you know that if you listen to the very end, that I had a special gift for you all. And that special gift was talking about the In This Body Finding Liberation Summit that is coming up here in a couple of days now. And I just decided to gift you all once more with the creator of the summit being on this podcast episode. This person is just such an authentic, loving being. And I am immensely grateful to have her in my life. She is a teacher of love for me. She is a model of love for me. And everything about the summit has been and embodied my message of love. So it had to be absolutely without a shadow of a doubt that she had to be the first person that I brought on to interview on Love Profit. So I want to welcome Tiana Dotson. Tiana, welcome to Love Profit. And thank you so much for being here with me today. Mm, you make it easy to be here with that kind of entrance, like, oh my. <laughs> oh my. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It is like such a pleasure to be here. Um, and I just want to say something that yeah, you yeah. already said before we recorded, and I just want to bring it right back, which is we have now come full circle. <laughs> yeah well you want to tell the listeners what you mean by that what we were talking about when we said we have come full circle <laughs> mm, absolutely so a couple years ago I was on a podcast just like you know just like this I was on a um an episode with someone a mutual um connection of ours and Portia heard the episode and was like <laughs> oh, I don't know this person, but I need to know this person. And just like dropped into my DMs on Instagram. <laughs> um, and I was That's just right. like, and it was just like, it's full of like, your message was just full of like so much just like joy and excitement. And just like, I was, I was like, yes, yes. This is exactly the kind of person that I want to be dropping into my DMs, you know? Um, and, mm. and I, you were just like, I just want to connect. I, I'm reaching out and I'm just trying to like connect and I'm just like here for it. And the rest is history. Like we have like our, our friendship, like the blossoming of our friendship has been like, so kind of storied. It's like been a little bit epic. Um, and so I'll just drop like a little, a little tidbit in there, which was like, I was planning to do a workshop tour in the U.S. because I don't live in the U.S. I live in Germany, um, but I was going to be in the U.S. for a month and I was stopping in four different cities and Portia just happened to also be on a tour of the U.S. doing workshops. And it was like, okay, what's your schedule? What's my schedule? And we both yep. are, were going to be in Denver. Um, yep. And it was just like, what I did was I adjusted my schedule so that we could meet up and have just a couple of in-person hours together. And <laughs> like, 
I, I got, I, I flew in, I scooped Portia up. Uh, we went and we had like this fantastic Indian food um, late. It was like a late lunch, early dinner mm-hmm. sort of situation. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And it was just like the minutes were ticking and Portia had to get to the airport and it was just like, but just five <laughs> more minutes, just five more minutes. Like we were having such a good time. And like, you know, that that's it. That's it. That's us. <laughs> Thanks so much for telling that story, like that short snippet of our our beginning of our friendship. And yes, I remember that moment. I was so excited. I was so excited because we had been wanting to see each other and reach for each other. And then when that aligned, I was just like, oh, yes, yes, universe, the universe is making it happen. And I was so, so grateful. So thanks so much for saying that. And on that note, why don't you tell the listeners just a little bit more about who you are? Because, you know, I know who you are, but I want them to know who you are and just, yeah, more about your your life, your your business, what you're reaching for in the world. I love that. I love this invitation. So I'm Tiana Dodson. I'm a fat, queer, biracial, um, Black and Chamorro person. Um, I'm a parent to an almost eight-year-old child. Where does the time <laughs> go? Um, I am chronically ill. I'm disabled. Um, and I'm just somebody who's out here trying to make the world just a better place for us to be in our bodies. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's the nutshell. As so moving to me every time you just speak your authentic truth it, I, I find it just like unlocking and opening up space for more people to feel like they can speak their authentic truth unapologetically just like this is what I'm up to and this is how I'm trying to change the world you know I just love that so so much and one of the ways that you are changing the world is literally actively creating the summit And I want to spend, you know, the majority of our time here today talking about In This Body, Finding Liberation Summit, and first just starting with, like, what and how did this come to you? Like, how did it come to you to create such a profound summit and tell the listeners a little bit about what the summit is? Absolutely. so it's story time, y'all. Yes. <laughs> so um, I like putting on events. I enjoy putting things together. I like organizing stuff. Like I, it just tickles me to put together a spreadsheet and follow a plan. Um, and I say that, and you're probably in your head thinking like, ooh, this is somebody who's really, really organized. I don't always feel organized, but that doesn't matter like putting on events <laughs> yeah um so uh in my old job before I transitioned into you know the onto the path that I'm on now um I actually don't even remember exactly how it happened but I got roped into helping to organize some professional conferences and that kind of like woke up this like oh yes this does so many things for me. Like I enjoy doing this so much um, and I want to do more of it. And then I planned Mm. a wedding 
And it was an international wedding because my husband is French. We met in Germany. We got married in France. Um, and so like lots of moving parts. Uh, yeah. And basically like planning that wedding was like the pinnacle of like, oh, okay, okay. If it wasn't about getting married and the emotional, all of it, like I would, I want to do this all the time. It was so good. Like yes. that part of it was so good. Um, <laughs> but basically it just, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't the path. That wasn't the thing for me. Um, so it's just this thing that I enjoy doing and it's always sat there. Like it has manifested as throwing parties and having, you know, dinners with friends um, and like always having some like a little elaborate flair because, you know, gotta be extra sometimes. Because uh, yes, because otherwise, like I will just wear jeans every day, all day. I don't wear jeans anymore. That's a lie. Anyway. <laughs> But you you need enough, you need an event. You need a reason. You know, mm. I, I like to create reasons to like mm. do that little extra thing, right? Yes. So in my business as a body facilitator body facilitation, no, as a body liberation facilitator, um I have found that I really dig it when we get together and build community support mm. each other and like just create these beautiful circles of care um mm. and I feel like everybody just gets so much more out of it there's so much more there's so much like just goodness that happens so the pandemic happened and right before the pandemic happened I was preparing to launch a kind of a support group you know like a um, just a container where I was going to bring people together and just be like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, let's be here together and mm. just spread a little love and a little caring over each other. Um, use it also as a teaching space and, mm -hmm. you know, like getting folks in contact with each other. And so the pandemic happened and it was like, Oh yes, we are all now extremely isolated, really scared. And mm. this offering that I was getting ready to make to the world is just the perfect thing. And so I was doing that um, for a year and a half. I was holding this space for 90 minutes every Saturday. And it was such an enormous experience. It felt so good. I enjoyed it so much. Um, and I was like, I want everything that I build and offer from this point forward to have something of this in it because I adored what I was getting out of it. I adored watching the people get so much from it. Like it was yes. so good. Um, and so like, I've just continued to build things that also have a community element. Um, but mm. There's a I love that so much. I love that yeah. so much what you're saying. And I'm just wanting to kind of interject a little bit and yeah. ask a question of what about the community piece? I heard you emphasize on building something with community, creating events that bring in community. Emphasize the emphasis when you emphasize on that, will you tell me a little bit more about like what the community piece really means to you and the importance and intentionality of that? in mm. the creating of the events that you create. Absolutely. So like 
one of the things that I experienced as a fat person who was like, I started as a health coach, you know? And so one of the things that I was trying to do was help people be less fat, you know, um, Mm. that was kind of the foundation. That's the foundation of health coaching. Um, yes. Yes. And it just never felt genuine because I was in a fat body doing this. So it's like, if I'm practicing these things and I'm not, not fat, how can I be in integrity? I didn't know that's what I was reaching for at the time, but it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I was like, this feels wrong and it feels like I'm missing something. It just doesn't feel completely correct. Um, But it was because I was out of integrity. I was out of congruence. It it was just like, I'm, I have, I'm living an experience, but pushing another one. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I went looking for opportunities to bring like for information to bring those two things closer together. Um, And so I'm sitting in a question of like, can I be healthy as a fat person? Is this a thing? Because nobody's given me that possibility. Nobody's given me that, that opportunity. Everybody's just telling me how I'm going to die early because mm. I just happen to have more flesh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's yeah. such a horrible experience and you just feel alone. Mm. You feel alone in that question because everyone you see, everyone you encounter for the most part is going the way that quote unquote, you're supposed to be going, you know, everybody's doing the diet, everybody's trying to get smaller. And I'm just like, but wait, and it just is so isolating. But then courtesy of the internet, I started to find other people who were sitting in that question with me, who were sharing a lived experience with me and who were creating communities around how do we accept ourselves as fat people and how do we create Mm. lives full of joy and pleasure and, and like getting our needs met, you know, how do we do that? Um, And there's just a magic in that because that is fundamentally what oppressive systems are trying to take away from us. They divide and that's how they conquer. Mm. But if you want to fight an oppressive system, you need, you can't, you can't do it on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like you can only go so far by yourself. Like you are a limited being, you have limited time, you have limited capacity and you can only get so far by yourself. But when you get a group of folks around you, you're creating movement, momentum, forward motion. Like, and if somebody gets Mm. tired, that's all right. They can go sit down because somebody else can come and take their place. Like, you know, nobody has to burn out because everyone is there holding each other. And I'm like, this is the way forward. This is the way toward liberation. You're not going to hack that. You're not going to hack down that trail by yourself. You can blaze a trail. You can get so far but you're going to burn out. So what we need is we need somebody else who's going to be like, oh, this is where you left off. Cool. Here's where I go. Mm. And it's even more powerful when we're in twos and threes and fives. Imagine great swaths of past just being just blazed. (laughs) It's beautiful, you know? Um, And so for me, like, that's the thing. That's why we need to create community around these things because it is isolating to go against the grain. It is isolating to be in the question. 
it is isolating to say, I want something new and different. It's really isolating because oppressive systems are set up to do that to you. So if you just surround yourself with people who are also sitting in that, who are willing to be in that discomfort and do the work, look how much further we can go. Like, look how much better we can be. Look at how much more like improvement, expansion, like it's just richer and deeper and wider when we have community around us, you know? And so like, it's not just about like, well, there are seven people with me because that doesn't matter. People just, that's a number. Those are just numbers. What matters is like, we're here because we have a common goal. We have common wants and desires. We we're willing to work together. We're committed to a cause. That's community. We're committed to holding each other. That's Mm. community. We're not just a group of folks doing stuff together. We're a group of folks committed to like each other's liberation. That's, that's, that's revolutionary. Oh, I got, I got chills, Tiana, and what you're speaking to, because I know the power of what you're speaking into and how that, how that transforms and changes lives and how that does, what you're talking about is culture shifting. What you're talking about is revolutionary thinking and to intentionally embed that into every single thing that you do, which is from, from the time that I've known you, I've witnessed that is like, you've constantly been, and that's the thing I deeply love and admire about you is it's always about how can I bring people with me? How can I uplift community with me as I'm doing this powerful, prolific work to also liberate myself? And that to me is just such a deep act of love. Like I, I, I talk about in my work, like what is actionable love? What are ways that we get to be able to show and be in actionable love? And what you're talking about is actionable love. It's saying, how do I actively bring people together and say, I'm, I'm going to care about your liberation just as much as I care about mine. And I'm going to do everything, um, to support and uplift my vision of being free and recognizing that my freedom is your freedom and your freedom is mine. And I'm going to keep doing the best that I can with the resources, with the, with the access, with, with the prayers, with whatever you want to look at to be able to help uplift this coming into life. So I just want to thank you for that. You have been just such a beautiful model in my life of that. And I'm just so grateful that the listeners today can just get a taste of what I get to get almost every, every time we come together and we get to be with each other. Thank you so much for that. I just, you know, I mean, getting back to the conference, you know, like, like why I'm putting this event together the way I am. Um, It's so like, yeah, I love, I love making events happen, but basically this event was born out of a couple of different things that have happened. Um, One of them was I stopped doing my support group, which changed the money in my business so much. Um, And like, 
the pandemic changed a lot of the ways we do things online. It changed a lot of people's priorities. Um, and unfortunately, liberation work isn't always a priority for people. You know, mm. it it is, it's, it's one of these things that absolutely should be like the foundation of what we're doing because it changes how you approach and show up. Um, however, people are out here trying to survive. And when you're stuck in that survival trap, like, and that's not because of your choices necessarily, you don't have control over a lot of the things that get you stuck there. Mm. When you're stuck in that, like, you're just like, look, I'm just trying to grind on what's in front of me and make it to the next day. And I'm like, I hear that. And for people who have space, let's figure out how to make that grind easier and less Mm. necessary for their, for folks. Um, but ultimately it was like, okay, I have a money issue. People aren't showing up because they don't have capacity. A lot of people, it was just, I don't have, I want to do this so badly with you. I just don't have capacity. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do to create, to change a program that I put out to make it, to make more capacity for you. Like that doesn't work, you know, that's, that's your thing. And I can only accommodate as much as I can accommodate. Right. Um, but the fact of the matter is, it was just like, okay, what happens now? Because mm. I want to do this work. I want to do this work with groups of people and people aren't showing up. And that started messing with my head because it started, it put me in this place where it was just like, is what you're doing actually useful? Mm. You know, and like, I know it is useful. Like, that's not even a question. That's not a real question. But like, it's right. hard to stay in that place of confidence right. when you put something out, you get nothing back. You put something right. out, you get nothing back, you know? And it's like that kept happening over and over again. And it was just like, you know, I mean, pandemic was hard still. I mean, pandemic is still going on. This, this was a hard situation for all of us. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. somebody who I already have mental health struggles. So try, so being in a place where I'm hearing nothing, I'm hearing crickets, I'm getting nothing back. Like it is super mm-hmm. easy for me to tumble into like, it's me, I'm the problem. Um, And so Mm. I was in a really dark place where I was grasping at like, what could be the solution? How can I fix this? What can I do? And it just, it was such a bad place to be because I just, I didn't feel, I just didn't feel like, like anything I was doing mattered. Um, And so like trying to find solutions because I like to be solution oriented trying to find solutions. I'm trying this, I'm trying that. And like, nothing seems to be landing, but I finally came up with this, uh, this other offering. Cause I was like, okay, I don't want to change um, like the whole structure of my business, how I do things. Um, because I like to stay as accessible as possible. And I want to stay as human as possible. That's super important to me. So I had an offering And I was like, okay, this is going to be a higher price offering. It's going to be for professionals. We're going to do these, um, these liberation and solidarity virtual retreats, where we're going to get together and I'm going to help them get out of their own way so that they can be 
the bold, confident, and effective allies to their marginalized clients that they want to be. Yes. I couldn't sell them. I couldn't mm. sell them. And this isn't, this isn't like mm-hmm. I did the marketing and nobody showed up. No, right. I couldn't do the marketing. I couldn't tell people about it because I was still in that confidence place, that mm. lack of confidence place. You know, I was still there and I was just like, right. okay, this is not a good place for me. I just, I, I don't feel confident. I, I don't feel like I can do the thing. I don't feel like people are going to show up when I tell them the price tag. Like, I just, I was like, no, this isn't working for me. Uh-huh. Um, and I, and I was like, okay, what, what, what even, what even do we do from here? Because if you, if you're, if the things that you were previously selling are not selling, people aren't showing up because they don't have capacity. And this new thing that you have, you can't tell people about what do we do? (laughs) Because we're sort of between a rock and a hard place right now. And the answer was, I can't even tell you how it came to me. I don't remember. But the answer was, I need to bring my people closer to me. Mm. I need my people. And it was like, okay, how do we do that? Mm. I was like, well, I know a bunch of people. I know a bunch of dope ass people out here in the world who are sort of in a situation like I am, Mm. you know, maybe they're not suffering the same crisis of confidence that I am, but they are also in a place where the things just aren't moving for them the way they need to move. Yes. And I was like, all right, let's get together. Because if we get together, we can be stronger and move the thing together. And I was like, bet, let's make that happen. So that's kind of where the summit idea came from. Like, so can I, can I ask yeah. a question in that? And, and because I feel like there's a really important piece that I want to highlight and that's the aspect of what you had to move through emotionally and mentally to even get this work and to yeah. start to create the summit. And I'm just wondering if like you speak a little bit more to that, because as someone who has chosen to do work around radical love and spiritual development. I just have a lot of empathy for the places where you question, like, is this the, is this, is this liberation work? Like you said, a priority on people's minds and how do you do such powerful heart changing work and knowing that it's useful and knowing that it matters and also trying to make a living on work that is not always at the top of the priority list, right? Like, how do you, when you, when you reflect back, how were you able to get yourself to that point of saying, I need community around me? How did you Mm. get your place, get yourself from out of a state of like hopelessness or like deep, deep, like, fear of I can't figure this out to okay this is what I need to do bet I'm going this direction Mm. I mean I wish I could trace a really neat line through the process that I went through but the truth of the matter is is just I can't give up on this Mm. because it means so much to me like that's it right there (laughs) My work is my life. 
And it's, and it's not even like, it's not even the thing where it's like, if I'm not doing this, then I am no one. Like, it's not that it's that I came to this work to save myself. It was an Mm -hmm. act of radical love that brought me to this work. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was, it was the desire to find acceptance and compassion for myself and my body that brought me to this work. And like, I can't not do this. <laughs> I can't not do this work. You know, it's, it's who I am and it's who I want to be. And it's what I want people to have in this world. Like if it's seven people or 700 people, I don't care, but it's like, I, I, I have seen people be touched by this. I am a person who was touched by it. And yes. it's like, and I, I can't, I can't not do this. You know, it's in your spirit. It's in your soul. It's, it's, it's what lights you on fire. Absolutely. Like, like, like if you just let me I talk, get that. if you just let me talk, this is what I'm going to talk about. Like it, it, it just is like, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I am just fundamentally interested about creating space and freedom and and access for people. Like, that's just, just what I want. And, and really it was like being in that place of, of just like profound non-confidence. It was like, it was like, look, you, people aren't showing up, but like, it's not the work. The work isn't the problem that does Mm. just, just because people aren't showing up doesn't mean that you are not necessary and needed like they just don't know it yet so it's your job to figure out how to get yourself to place to a place where they can start seeing what they need to see I just I can't Mm. give up I can't give up (laughs) this work gives me life this Mm. work is life (laughs) you know yes it is Yes, it is. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tiana, for naming that. And I'm just taking that in because it's so true. Like when you and I resonate with that because when we talk, that's how I am about talking about love. And you've seen it where like I hit a certain mode and it's just like, this means the world to me. This is what I want to talk about. And what you said is like, it's like fundamentally something you're deeply like it's like what your heart's beating for is how I think Absolutely. about it. Yes. And I just have so much resonance for that. So if you would, thank you so much for saying that. Um, if you would go back and tell me about the aspect of community and finding these dope human beings that <laughs> folks are going to have the gift of being able to connect with because of your perseverance, your resilience and dedication and commitment to loving yourself and staying with what you know brings you life and bringing us with you in that. Will you tell us more about how you reached for these amazing humans that are a part of the summit and anything else about that? Absolutely. So like, you know, like I said, I just, I started looking around me and I, and I just kept seeing that folks were suffering and struggling. And again, like, why are we suffering and struggling? A lot of it is just because of the nature of the beast. Like 
individualism, the, the whole idea that you have to do it on your own and whatever. And also so many of us have come to the work um, having learned tactics that were created in that mold, you know, where yes. it's like, this is the way that you make a program. This is the way you structure your business. This is the way you do this and that and the other. And like, when you don't know, you don't know, you know, so you're just like, okay, well, that's how I'm supposed to do it. So let me just do the thing. And I think that that just fundamentally ends up getting us to a place where we are out of alignment. Um, and it just doesn't, just doesn't work for a lot of us to do it this way, especially those of us who are like really lit up by being in community and collaboration with others. Um, and I've just been feeling like lonely in my business for years now and been looking for opportunities to make collaboration happen, you know? Um, so, okay. I have this idea. A summit is a perfect sort of thing that requires lots of people to come in because, you know, if you don't have people, then it's not a summit. It's a webinar. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and, and I was just like, I don't want to do a webinar. I'm not interested in that. I want to have conversations with people because also like there are people that I'm in community with, I'm hanging out with, I talk to with some kind of regularity, but like, I don't know y'all's stories necessarily. Mm. Cause you know, like, that's not just who I am. Like generally when I'm meeting a person, like we dig in where we're, where we're at and like move forward from there. But like, it was just like, wait wait, I don't actually know how you got here. How, how did you get here? And I wanted to know that because it's like, mm. I love what you're putting out. I love what you're putting together. I love how you're showing up. Mm. I want to know these things. Um, and so I was just like, how about we make a conference where I get to do that thing? Because this yeah. is the magic. This is the magic that I have found yes. like about being somebody who who's a business, like I'm in business for myself, by myself. Um, I get to make all the decisions which also means I get to do the things that feel good. And so I do that because also I notice that when it feels good to me, it tends to be the thing that bears a lot of fruit for me as well. So leaning in to do the thing that feels good so I can harvest the fruit of this goodness. Um, and I just started like being like, Hey friend, I was just curious if you wanted to do this thing with me. <laughs> and um and it was like really good because it forced me to get out here because like in my low moments my low mental health moments like I isolate myself mm -hmm. um I'm just like I am miserable and mm -hmm. I don't want to spill my misery on you so right. I'm gonna keep it over here to myself mm -hmm. um and I'm just like okay we need to get out of that because that actually isn't helping us. We need to get out of that. So it's like, if it's weird for you in your low health, mental health moment to be like, hi, I just want to talk. That's weird. Then I had, I've contrived a reason for me to talk to you. Let's do a thing together. <laughs> and ultimately like what I did was I just, I took my experiences as a speaker for these different summits and conferences and asked myself, like, 
what do I want to change? Mm. And the best part about it was like, I was like all, all of this kind of, all of this idea ideation was sparked off um, by uh, this woman who has a product called Summit in a Box. Um, She has a great podcast that teaches you how to make a summit. And she's got some great ideas about how Mm -hmm. to make a summit, like just a better experience overall. Um, Mm -hmm. And so like, she, she seeded my ideas of like how you create an event. Um, And so I took her framework and I sprinkled myself on it. Um, And like, just (laughs) that's basically it, you know, like, how do I bring my people in? How do I get them paid? How do I get people into their pipelines? How do I elevate their platforms? How do I make this easy for all of us? You know, Mm. how do I help all these folks like get closer to what it is they want, you know? And of course, all of this benefits me too. You know, like I am benefiting as the person who um, is hosting the summit. Absolutely. But like in that, I want to also make sure that that benefit, that like boost is spread around. It's not just me who's going to get the boost. Like I'm trying to, trying to give opportunity to everybody who said yes to me because Mm. they said yes, because they're showing up because what they're doing in the world is amazing. And more people need to know about it. That's kind of Mm. it. Mm. Yes. Thank you for, for just like, I think one thing that's really touching me and what you're saying the part of what you said is like, I'm trying to boost everybody because they said yes. And what really touches me about that statement is so many times when we're putting out our heart work into the world, there can, if we're not careful, we can slip into the places of what's what our society and systemic oppression tries to make us do and feel and that's that it has to be perfect and that it has to show up a certain way for us to then be deemed valuable in the work that we're giving out and you said no just in the yes just in someone saying yes to their liberation yes to themselves yes to what they love yes to what feeds their soul that is worth boosting up and that just like touches me to the core because that is how I want to live. And that is what I want to be more in the world is that we just love and uplift one another just because, just because, just because we deserve to be loved, just because we deserve to be uplifted. And especially when it comes to marginalized communities, oftentimes what I'm learning and it it really like makes me emotional when I think about it, because Oftentimes what I feel and I see is that in these marginalized communities and in these um, marginalized um, identities, it is often the ones that are pushed down that are trying to lift up everybody. It is often the ones that are left behind that are trying to go back to make sure no one's left behind. It's often us that are bringing these, bringing this work. And my, my desire, um, is that the the labor is spread out more. Yeah. My desire is that it's not 
something that we're watching leaders of liberation work burning out because they're exhausted because they don't have community, but that we reframe or reconstruct that where it's like, yeah, we have community. And like you said, I'm tired. Cool. This is where someone else can pick up. And then on the other side where we have our allies and we have people and the allies of, uh, in this work that they could be able to say, oh, how can I lessen that load? How can I show up and just say, I see the work that this person is putting in to make us all be able to live better and to have more love and to have more healing and to have more community. And the list goes on and on of what each and every single one of the speakers on the summit is offering, um, are modeling. And that's the thing that's really touching my heart and what you have created is that this summit is modeling a world that we could live in. Mm. It gives me chills <laughs> because it's like, it's modeling possibility of ways that we can show up in the world and be with one another. It's modeling possibilities of ways that we could no longer accept margin, uh, marginalization and oppression and, and the ways that these systems try to separate and other and stifle us, that we are loved when we're at our lowest mental health state, that we are loved when we're at the, the highest peak of our mental health state, that we are loved and we are uplifted when we have things to give and when we don't have things to give, that we are not forgotten and that we are not, you know, that there's so much that's just innately in us that is valuable and worthy of love and that we absolutely uplift those people as they are trying to put more love in the world. Mm, like absolutely. we need more people uplifting people trying to put more love in the world. No, because that's a hard task. Absolutely. And that's the thing too, because like, you know, I can't tell you how many times people have approached me like, ooh, I love your work and I would love to put you on my platform. How many followers do you have? How many people are on your list? Because mm. what they're looking for is they're looking for how I can benefit them. They mm. are not coming to me to mm. platform me because they want my work to go further. They want my work to boost and bolster them. And I hate that because I have a tiny list. Like I don't have a whole bunch of kinds of followers. Like, like, you know, regardless of the fact that I've got like 3000 followers on Instagram for me, that's a gigantic number, but like in the scheme of things, it's not a very large number. And on top of it, folks aren't seeing what I'm putting out there. Like I'm not getting a lot of interaction or engagement on there. So it's like, you know, that number means kind of nothing, but like, like to tell me, because basically what these people are telling me is because I cannot turn profits for them, then it doesn't matter how important or good my work is. Mm. It's not important enough or good enough for them to feature me. So I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much because what is this doing? It's rewarding people with resources. It's rewarding people who already are being rewarded. Like, like this mm -hmm. isn't helping. It's not spreading 
anything mm-hmm. around. It's not uplifting. It's not helping to equalize. There's no equity created here. And mm-hmm. I was just like, literally, I looked at nobody's following. I did not ask anybody, how many followers do you had? I did not ask anybody, um, how many people on your list do you have? I didn't ask any of those questions. I didn't ask like, are you making money? I didn't care. I didn't care. What I cared about was who are you and what are you putting out into the world? Because I just, I want more of that. Like I want us to be succeeding because like, yes, of course we want to eat well. We want to live well. We want to have resources. We want that. Absolutely. So does everybody. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that desire, but we aren't willing to like compromise who we are or what we're doing or what we're about really is the better way to say Mm. in order to get it. And I'm just like, that's what I want. (laughs) Yes. Tiana. Well said. And like, and like I've put so much time. I've put so much time. Like I'm tired. Like I will say that I am tired. This event is in a few days and I am tired. Um, Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. like, this has been labor of love. And the reason why is because I have held so many hands of the speakers that I have invited into this. And I have had so many of them tell me, I don't feel like I can do this, or I don't feel like I, you were the, you were right to ask me, or like, I just, I don't know if I can, I don't know what I have to offer. And like, I have sat down and held the hand of each one of you virtually, unfortunately, I would have loved to do it in person, but I have done it virtually. Like if you have reached out to me in person, Mm -hmm. yeah. but if you have reached out to me, if you have reached out to me and said, you know what, I need help. I have been like, when are you available? Let me make time to help because I just like the invitation. When I sent that invitation, that invitation came with a commitment, not for you to show up for me, but for me to show up for you. Mm. And that's what I've been doing. I've been holding people <laughs> like we just sitting on Zoom talking about the way they feel like an imposter, talking about what they don't know, what they want to do, talking about like, you know, I kind of want to offer this thing, but I don't know how, like I have been walking people through and like, it's a labor of love because Mm. I want every single one of these people to win. Mm. Diana, you are such a beautiful human. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You are such a beautiful human. And I am just so grateful that you exist on this planet. And I have told you that off this podcast, and I will tell you it on, that I am so grateful for your existence. And thank you for all the ways that you model labor a labor of love to each and every single one of us, each and every single one of the speakers here on the summit. And I can speak for myself as someone who is a speaker on the summit that I have deeply felt loved and held (laughs) and supported and uplifted by you every single step of the way. 
when it came to the summit. And it has been an honor to collaborate with you and to be in community with you and to continue to build and expand in community with you. So I'm just so grateful. And um, as we get ready to wrap up this podcast episode, I want to hear a little bit more or for you to share with the listeners, like what to expect. So we know the heart, the spirit, that is behind this amazing summit coming up. Yeah. Tell folks what they can expect and what is available to them. And um, yeah, where like how they can sign up, how they can join. Absolutely. So yeah, in a few short days, we're going live with the In This Body Finding Liberation Virtual Conference. It's going to be five days of conversations, workshops, and community um, where you're going to be hearing from, uh, I think there are 17 or 18 of us. The The number is changing a little bit, but basically there's like 17 of us who are folks who lived with marginalized identities, lived in, live in marginalized bodies. And they're going to, we're going to be sharing our lived experiences and our stories of how we found liberation for ourselves and our communities. So come hear these stories, come learn how you can find liberation. If you share these experiences and these identities. Um, And if you're somebody who wants to be in solidarity with us, you want to be a strong ally to us. You want to get down in the trenches and make meaningful action to help create access and equity for us. We also have given you like concrete, actions that you can do to be in that place and to be like make take meaningful action and be helpful um and we've also got these workshops that'll happen through the week um that are going to help you like do better basically because a lot of the work that that is required to like elevate uh, our liberation it's a set of skills you can learn them, you can practice them, you can improve them. And you're gonna be exposed to a couple of workshops that are gonna help you do that. Um, We're gonna have one workshop about accountability and apology making. And then we're gonna have another workshop about um, like how you find your place and find your role within this work. Um, So I'm really excited for those. And then like on top of it, we're also gonna like, you know, cause like I said, community is like a big part of this. we're going to have a speed friending event on Monday so that you don't have to feel like, okay, it's just me and my computer and we're, I'm on my own. Um, so I'm going to have, you know, going to have an event that if you can show up for it, hopefully you'll make some connections with some folks that you can, you know, hold each other a little bit while we go through the week. There are going to be a couple of opportunities for co-working. So, you know, just quiet co-working, be in a space with some folks who are also doing stuff. So whatever that looks like for you, if you just want to be around some people while you're getting some things done or catching up on interviews or whatever, um, you have access to that. We're going to do karaoke. So we're also going to have virtual karaoke on Wednesday, which I'm like super excited. It's going to be hosted by a drag king named Fatty Gemini. And I cannot wait to watch them in action. That's going to be so good. Um, And we're also going to like kick every morning off with a little coffee chat um, so that, you know, we can just like come together and check in and 
just take a breath before we move on into our days. Um, and that's like, you know, that's, that's like the nitty gritty of the event, but essentially like you're coming because you want to be like active. You want to care. You want to create these communities of care and push justice and equity forward, but maybe you're afraid, you know, maybe you're scared of doing it wrong. Maybe you're scared of getting canceled or whatever. Like this event is going to give you a lot of tools and skills to help you be able to push past that. And for folks who like, okay, I'm too busy. I don't have time. I'm on vacation, whatever. Or I just want more time to like dig into these conversations. I want more time to practice these skills and tools. Well, guess what? We have an upgrade for you. It's an option called the Make Progress Pass. And with that, um, you purchase the upgrade and you get extended access to every single one of the interviews. You get all the recordings for the workshops that happen. And the best part of it is you get access to a treasure trove of bonuses offered by the speakers. So they are things like private Q&As, their discounts off of some awesome services that some folks have coming up and like just all kinds of good things, things you can download, things that you can dig into. And as soon as you purchase your Make Progress Pass, even if you do it before the conference starts, you get to get access to these bonuses so you can dig right in if you'd like. So yeah, I mean... I'm really excited about this event <laughs> and I can yeah. talk about it for hours because I have spent months putting it together. It is my baby right now. And I am so excited mm -hmm. to have it like be lovingly cradled by all these people who have touched it and contributed. So I hope you will join us. Um, there will be a link in the, in the notes here. Um, that if you join us and one of the best things is if you use the link that Portia drops, Portia will receive 60% of the purchase price if you decide to upgrade to the make progress pass. And this is just another way that I'm helping to compensate and thank my speakers for showing up. I'm giving them 60% of what is purchased by people who come through their links and also I'm paying my people. So that's the other benefit of the Make Progress Pass. Like everybody who contributes to this event um, as a speaker, regardless if they promote or not, regardless of the size of their list, regardless of how many people follow them on the internet and on social media, I'm sharing 50% of the profit equally amongst them. So like the more money we make, the better they get paid. And so like, I'm really pushing to try to make this a financially successful process um, for folks, but also like, I just really want you to show up and just dig in because once you see the gorgeousness and the generosity on offer, like you're gonna want more time, I know it because every single one of these conversations has been so good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm so stoked about the summit. And I was, I just want to say to my listeners, like it has been a 
such a beautiful healing transformational experience to be a speaker on this on the summit. And as you all have heard here on this podcast episode, Tiana is a gift to the world. And to have her be able to be a leader and be such a beautiful model of leadership in this liberation work. Um, I just want to invite you all to uplift her and support her and keep pouring into her work because the world will continue to be a better place and will have more love because of how and who Tiana chooses to be every single day. So thank you so much, Tiana. I love you two pieces. And I it's mutual. <laughs> I feel it. And I'm just so, so happy that my listeners got to be with your heart today. Mm. And as as we close, my closing question for you is like, what was the purpose? And uh, here's here's how it wants to come out. It's like where where did you feel in your core and in your heart the calling for this work mm. Mm. Ooh, that's a great question oh no where did the calling come from like i tend to decide I use discernment for where I spend my very precious and limited energy um, kind of based off of how it feels for me. Mm -hmm. I'm a Pisces sun, Pisces moon, like feeling that's what we do here. So, (laughs) So basically it's like, like if it doesn't feel good for me, I have such a hard time doing it. And that doesn't matter. Like if it's, something I'm eating or Mm. trying to be in an intimate relationship with someone like, or even just like, Oh God, sitting down to write an email. My gosh, if it doesn't feel right, it's super difficult for me. And like, I wake up every morning with the passion for this work. Like Mm. (laughs) the feeling comes from the fact that I want everything that I touch to be better when I've left it. Mm. Like, is that for me? Sure. Some of that's for me, but mostly like, yo, I have struggled in this life and I just don't want people to have to struggle. Like, I don't Mm. want you to be forged by pressure. Like, that's just not necessary. Can we become Mm -hmm. diamonds because we are lovingly tended and held? We can, we can be formed by that kind of pressure too. Goddamn. And ultimately like, that's what it is. That's what brings me to this work. And that's what keeps me here. And that's what lights me up every time I do it. When I have to do something hard, like sit in this chair and write the damn email. It's really just in service to the feeling that I want the people who come behind me to just have a better time. Mm. Mm. That really touches my heart, Tyre. <laughs> Thank you. 
You're welcome. Thank you for all, all that you do to make that come to life. You don't just talk about it. You're being about it. And I'm so grateful for every single action that you are doing to make it, as you said, make us diamonds off of being tended and loved and cared for. And I just take that in with so much, so much gratitude. Thank you so much, Tiana. This has been just such a gift and so amazing to me. And I'm so grateful to you listeners for tuning in to my beautiful friend and the beautiful heart work that she does. I want to give space for any closing thoughts that you have, because I always know you have something brilliant to say. And so I want to give space for any closing thoughts. I gave it over to you. Hmm. I just, I just want people to feel invited into this event. Um, I know that it might seem like a big ask and you might be nervous. Um, and you know, you might even be sitting with like, Oh, I just don't have time. But even if you come like number one, it's free to sign up. All you got to do is give me your name and your email address. Um, but basically like I have been very intentional about trying to create a space where practice is welcome. Imperfection is perfectly fine. And like folks can just come as they are. So if that means you come and you listen to 10 minutes of one interview and then you check in to one event for seven minutes and leave because you are overwhelmed, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But I just want you to feel like there is no question about, is this for you? Are you allowed? Are you welcome? The answer is yes. Yes. Mm. And yes. Mm. Come as you are. I would love to have you. Well, y'all have heard it. Y'all have heard it from her mouth directly. The creator of In This Body, Finding Liberation Summit, Tiana Dotson. Thank you so much, Tiana, for being with us today and just gifting us with your amazing, loving energy. And thank you for letting that ripple into our planet. And I just want to say to our listeners, I will have in the show notes the link to be able to sign up for the In This Body Finding Liberation Summit and uh, go follow Tiana, uplift her work and just continue to be, and may we all continue to be and bring more love to the world. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to Love Prophet. Oh.